0: that you are here today. I have a couple of announcements I wanted to be sure and point out. In your uh, bulletin today is the registration form for BBS. We have a ton of these registration forms. So you can go out and get one or ten if you want to. If you want to invite other people to come, we would love to have visitors with us that week. So please uh, get those filled out so we can plan appropriately and make sure we have uh, lots of uh, supplies and food and and um, get ready to have fun with the kids on July 8th through the 11th. Uh, Also, they wanted me to announce that if you'd like to have a spiritual gifts inventory, they've set that up down in the gathering room so you can um, discern some of the spiritual gifts in ways that you can find out how you could serve in the church and and serve Jesus by knowing what your spiritual gifts are so you don't have to get frustrated and uh, be in a place that's kind of your sweet spot and I wanted to uh, let you know I didn't get in the bulletin today but we are having administrative council meeting today uh, at 1215 and I brought lunch so if you're here for the administrative council meeting know that we'll we'll have food provided for you and you don't have to run and get anything um, we'll have an opportunity to, to share uh, lunch together as we're doing our meeting so we have lots of uh, great stuff planned today for our family um, service and I just want us to get Get to that place that we can enjoy that together. So, would you stand or just turn around? You don't have to stand up. You want to turn around and just say, hey, thanks for being here, and then we'll start worship.
1: (laughs) Well, good morning, good morning. Let's stand in the presence of the Lord this morning as we come to celebrate the Lord Almighty, the King of kings, our Savior, our Redeemer. This is the Jesus who we should give a round of applause to because he is our guest of honor. Give glory to the Lord. Hallelujah. So this morning, just just for a moment, just trust me, close your eyes for a second. I want you to think of one thing, one way that God is blessing you right now. You don't have to say it out loud. Just think to yourself, how is God blessing you? How has God been blessing you? How has God been blessing your family? Now I want you, as we sing this song, blessed be your name, turn that blessing back to praise this morning, amen? Make it personal between you and the Lord Almighty. Turn it all back to praise and sing like a blessed people, amen?
2: Let's sing it out. Every blessing you pour out, I'll turn back to praise. Every voice lifted high, sing it out. When the darkness closes, are you and ready, Lord, church? Still out. Blessed be your name. Every voice
1: into
2: the Lord. Blessed be your name. When I'm found in the desert place, when I walk through the wilderness. Blessed be your name. Let's turn it back to him. This The sun shining down on me when the world's all as it should be. Blessed be Your name, the name above
1: all names.
2: Blessed be Your name on a road marked with suffering. There's, well, there's pain, pain in the offering. The offering. What are we do? Blessed be Your Every name. Blessed back to jesus say every blessing you pour out i'll turn Turn back back to praise when the darkness closes in lord still i will say
1: Let's hear your voices ring out. Come on, play a J. For a heart that holds on, a glorious life beyond all compare. And there will be an end to the trouble, but until that day comes, we live to know you here on the earth. I will fear no way. There will be an end to these trouble, but until that day come lifted high, still I will praise you, still I will praise you.
3: Our family worship Sunday where uh, we just have a really different service with the kiddos. Josh and Marissa Hoyt and family are going to open us up with a prayer.
2: Heavenly Father, we come here today to give you honor and praise for the way that you work in our lives. We thank you for the gift of the children and all the families that are here today. Thank you for the many talents the children will be sharing and the new Bible recipients. We welcome everyone who has come to join us for this Family Worship Sunday. Let us now prepare our hearts for a joyful time of worship.
4: In Jesus' name, amen.
3: The celebration kids' choir will be singing a praise song, and uh, Sophia Krantz has a praise psalm
4: Psalms 150. Heavenly Father, we come today to give. To give you honor and praise for the way that you work in our lives we thank you for the gift of the children and all the families here today thank you for the many talents of the children be sure that we'll be sharing the new bible we're welcome we welcome everyone I'm confused. That look better. There you go. psalms 150 praise the lord praise god in his sanctuary praise him in his almighty, in his mighty heavens, praise him for the acts of power. Praise him for the s- surpassing, surpassing greatness. Praise him with the sounding of the trumpet. Praise him with the harp of the ly- and the lyre. Praise him with the trum- timbrel trum- and dancing. Praise him with the strings of the and the pipe. Praise him with the clash of the cymbals. Praise him with the resounding symbols. Let everything that that has breath
3: breath praise the Lord. Thank you. Okay. Kids choir. The kids choir could come on up. Are you ready, Lindra? <laughs> We've been practicing for all the month of June uh, before we go downstairs for Sunday school. So I thank you, Lindrew, for all your time and energy and uh, helping the kids sing. can sit with your parents, and Nancy and Yari Billings will say some scripture. So this morning, I'll
4: speak first of with uh, Philippians chapter four, verse 13. I can do all this through him who gives me strength. And I will be doing Hebrews chapter one, verse three. The sun is the radiance of God's glory and the exact representation of his being. Sustaining all things by his powerful word, after he has provided perfection for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty in heaven. And I will also be reading Second Peter chapter one, verse three. His divine power has given us everything we need for our godly life through our knowledge of him who called us by his own glory,
3: and goodness. Thank you. And he's, he's out of here. So this next song is, uh, those scripture are our key scripture for the VBC theme coming up July 8th through 11. so you've seen all these in your bulletin. We need more kiddos to sign up. Um, I will be ordering shirts today. I'm putting in the last order. So uh, please fill these out. There's a box out there. Um, We could use some more helpers, but we really want some more kiddos too. So this next song, I just need everyone's help, okay? This is a very movable song with hands and feet. And so kids, I want you to get in the aisles Remember, we talked about this. And Mr. Brian's going to put up the video. And anybody else that wants to help us, it's really simple. You're going to move to the left, and then you're going to move to the right. Okay? So, oh, they're all shy now. Whenever you are ready, Brian. Spread out. You got the whole truth.
5: In the air right now. It's
1: all around. I see it everywhere. It's the power. Yeah, yeah, God's power. It's the power to move. Any star it's the power to heal. Your broken heart is the power. Yeah.
3: If you want a little exercise, adults, just come join us. That will be our theme song, and I can't wait. It's so fun. It is now time for our offering. Donna, are you set? I will pray as you get ready. Let's calm our hearts and take a moment of prayer. Heavenly Father, we welcome your presence here today. We ask that you guide us and give us wisdom in all the decisions that you have before us. This day we ask that you bless our ties and our offerings and the blessings that you have given us. All to your glory. We pray these things in Jesus name. Amen. Tatum and Corey, come on up. Not yet, Brian. (laughs) So, um, here's your microphone. And we're just going to talk a little bit, okay? Uh, Your name? Hello. Oh, it's on.
4: All right. Uh, My name is Tatum Mozelle, I'm 13.
3: Hey, um. <laughs> my name's Corey
6: Dixon, I'm 13.
3: Great, so um, are you related to anybody here? Uh, my grandparents. Okay, <laughs> shout out for the grandparents. My mom and dad. Yes, so um, Tatum has been dancing for a long time and he's gonna tell you a little bit about himself, uh, what his passions are, where he's going, and I'm not kidding you, we're gonna see him on the TV in Hollywood someday. So you both share a little bit about uh, where you're at in your life.
4: Um, Right now I'm very blessed to be able to go around the country and uh, dance with people that have choreographed for uh, Beyonce, Chris Brown, and yeah. But I was on a TV show called Lip Sync Battle Shorties on Nickelodeon. Did that. Thanks, Corey. Oh. Uh, uh, Yeah. Uh,
3: <laughs> <laughs> Corey, tell us about yourself. Um so, um with dance, um I usually travel to like Chicago and like here back and forth a lot or whatever. I also like train with people who have danced with like Beyonce, Chris Brown, Tiger, people like that, but pretty much same thing going on but <laughs> <laughs> Okay. So I want you to tell us two fun facts. Mm. Two fun facts, okay?
4: All right. Uh, I really like to cook. Uh, I'm a breakfast master, he would say. Uh, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, and uh, I really like shoes.
3: Shoes. Um, one fact about me, um, I like to draw and I'm tall. And tall. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, if you guys could get in place. So you are going to see um, lots of different genres of you already have. A little bit traditional with a hymn song. We have had the VBS song. Now this is Christian rap. So this is a Christian rap artist. Uh, it's by Zay Hill And, and Juan. Veal trick. Um, it's a brand new song, and uh, one of the things that Corey shared with me was that um, Corey and Tatum, that they, they do anti-bullying. And I, as I listen to the words of this music, um, it talks about a man that is uh, struggling. And it says in his words that I cannot be like Bruce Wayne, but I can have Christ in my life. And so anti-bullying and bullying, and he's praying for his enemies. Um, So I think it's got some really powerful words. So Brian, whenever you're ready.
6: Shake some free, yeah, uh, yeah. shake some free, yeah, yeah, shake some free, yeah, yeah, shake some free, yeah, yeah. the game on the line, uh, uh, take me out the leash, yeah, hey, yeah. shake some free, hey. Ay, free, yeah, uh, shake some free, uh, they done took the dog off the leash, Mr. Witch alone, now I'm about to eat, I'm leaving my throne, I tell him capiche, uh, bye, look at the time, yeah. the clock going tick tock, Diamonds was on my wristwatch, took out the water with a fish, no flip flop, battle the beach, now I'm here for the tip tock, uh, Shaking my pockets for a kid roll like she Luke Kane 100 demons at night like I'm Bruce Wayne R.I.P. R. to my granny, yeah, I love her oh. I came off the bench and I got me some muscle yeah. They calling me weak, but I'm never a yeah, sucker yeah. I aim at my demons, a chopper, gon' bust Young Christ this, young Christ that, young Christ moving them tracks. Put God on my side, I got wings on my back. Yeah. A- 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 Competition, we wiping demons off the map. C'est to follow me no matter yeah. where. it's twist up it don't matter where they don't yeah. wanna be rich, cause heaven is a better gift. Shout out to Jesus, cause he be my relative. Hey. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Say something free, yeah, yeah. Uh-uh. So free. yeah. yeah. say something free, yeah. Say something free, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. say something free, yeah, yeah, The game on the line, uh, uh. Take me out the leash, yeah, hey. Yeah, yeah. Say something free, uh, uh, say something free. What up? They telling your boy to go stop. The game on the line, I'ma shoot corner pod. They say it's my time, I guess I'ma cloud. shoot my praise up to Mars? We off in a rocket, yeah, uh. Say some free, uh. Yo, say he a dog out the leash. If you lookin' looking for beats, then you call one one Your boy got the hammer, don't call me MC, ay. uh, The devil start talking, I shake him. Ain't no Kyrie, but I'm taking the mangoes. uh. They taking the Hey. Bet this slam in the summer, your angle, oh. Shake them on like I'm Zendaya. Oh. They can love me, but my love for Jada. Right. If they hate him, I sin him to Savior. And I pray for my enemies braver, yo. Shake so free, oh, oh. Shake so free, yo. Oh, uh. I came from defeat, yeah the dog of the leash, yo. Yeah. Uh, I see that the blessings they rainin' raining. Mm. So why I'm not here for the hating, uh. Mm. They keep on the talking, they lame it, yo. Yeah. Cause dog got hey. my side like I'm hey. famous uh, yo. Say something free, yeah yo. Yeah. Say something free, ay. ay. Say something free, yo, yeah, yeah. Say something free, yo, yeah, yeah. The game on the line, uh, uh. Take me out the leash, yo, yeah, ay. Say something free, yo, yeah, ayy. Say something free. Yeah,
3: much see that was so different and uh, the word shake some free is to overcome to let loose of whatever is bothering you and so parents this this is a genre that is very popular with the kids just be sure the words are good Um, be sure that um, it's it's just a, a good song to listen to so I just want you to be aware and thank you again those young boys have great talent Yes. We'll enter into a time of prayer with uh, Eamon and Callan and family. Let us pray. Father, thank you for creating our family with a purpose. We know that you have plans for each of us individually and for our family as a whole. Lord, I pray that you would reveal this purpose to each one of us and help us to walk it out daily. Help us to have appreciation for each other's personalities, gifts, and even our weaknesses. Lord, teach us and guide us in all that we do, that we may glorify you. In Jesus' name, Uh, join us in the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, art in heaven, heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy your kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our
5: daily bread, and, and forgive us our, our trespasses, trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass,
2: trespass against, against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom, and the, the power, and the glory forever. Amen.
3: Thank you. If the kiddos could come on up, for those that are receiving their Bibles, Annabelle, you can go ahead and stay up here. Yari, Hudson, Sophia, and Angel. Is Angel here? There she is. So I want you to kneel right here. I will pray over each one, um, and then I want family to come on up, uh, Sunday school teachers, whoever wants to join us in laying hands on uh, these wonderful children. We have spent the past six or seven weeks in Sunday school, Uh, Ms. Teresa has helped me in order to just do some Bible basics and knowing where scripture is, uh, just Knowing the Lord's Prayer, uh, the Ten Commandments, we've had fun, we've had some serious business. But um, to have a Bible of your own is just very, uh, very enriching, very inspiring, because they have already written little notes in their Bible already of certain scripture that I feel is important to them. And so uh, they know that this is theirs, and they can mark in it as they want. So come on up, family.
5: Angel,
3: here's this over here. Got enough room? Okay. Sophia, why don't you go ahead and kneel. Annabelle, go ahead and kneel. And I'm gonna start with Angel. Heavenly Father, I pray for Angel and her whole family. I thank you for grandmas and grandpas and um, her sisters who here today. I pray for mom and dad that um, you bring them into a, a greater path of wisdom, that um, you pour out your blessings upon each one. I ask for a special blessing upon Angel and that she comes to grow to know you in, um, in just the most faithful way. Thank you for her and and her ability to be here and just join us at Sunday school. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Heavenly Father, I pray for Annabelle. She is so excited to get her Bible, and I just thank you for the faithful seed that I see planted within her. Thank you for mom and dad and Amory. Emery looks up to you, Annabelle, and you are the leader, um, especially with another little brother or sister coming along. I pray that um, God will touch your heart and provide you blessings and wisdom and faith in the deepest of manners. Thank you for her and and this family, Annabelle. Um, God has some big things for you, and I pray in Jesus' name. Heavenly Father, I give Sophia to you. She has asked me every single Sunday, is this the Sunday we get our Bibles? She has been so excited, and I just praise you for her bubbly spirit, her um, her energetic ways, and, and just knowing that God loves her so much. So I ask that you continue to bless her and her family, all those that couldn't be here today, and um, I just ask that she continues to dig into your word to open her Bible and and find those wonderful treasures um, of God's hidden word. Lord, I pray for extra blessings upon Sophia and know that God has some big things planned for you. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Heavenly Father, I pray for Yari. Yari, that was courageous to come up and read scripture today, and I thank you for the way that you share your faith, for your honesty, your wisdom, for your energy to just um, really dig into God's word. God has placed a special part upon your life, and I ask that you continue to follow his will as you and mom navigate and um, follow his footsteps. May you find uh, such comfort in the words that God has given you through the Bible. I pray for extra blessings upon Yari and his family. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Heavenly Father, I pray for Hudson. Hudson, you are the leader of the family. Henry and Harper look to you for guidance, for wisdom, um, to know what to do. So I think God has given you a special spot here to know God's word, to look in your Bible, to um, share your gifts and talents, to share your acting in all the different ways, in your sports, whatever God has given you. Hudson, I ask that you pour out a blessing upon him and his family and give him the wisdom and discernment and faith to blossom wherever he goes. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much. So, um, part of this is that we didn't get through all the paperwork. So, parents, this is your next step in order to continue on that faith journey with them to do some fun activities and learn along the way. Okay? Thank you so much for all your support.
0: I also would like to um, ask Jennifer and Jason Wasson to come forward. They are joining the church today and entering into membership with our family of faith. And if you would all get out the red hymnals that are in the back of your, your pew racks there. And turn to in the very front of the Bible, or in the Bible, in front of the hymnal, page 34. There are some questions that I need to ask you as we um, come together. So, on page 34, and if you want to come over here so you can, they can see you and you can see them. And, you know. This is the best side. <laughs> okay. And then I can, you can look too. On behalf of the whole church, I ask you, do you renounce the spiritual forces of wickedness, Reject the evil powers of this world and repent of your sin. And if you do, say, I do. I do. And do you accept the freedom and power God gives you to resist evil, injustice, and oppression in whatever forms they present themselves? And if you do, say, I do. I do yeah. And this is the one that's most important. Um, in our church, this is what we base. This is the reason we're on this property of 3801 7th Street. Do you confess Jesus Christ as your Savior, put your whole trust in his grace, and promise to serve him as our Lord in union with the church, with Christ has opened to people of all ages, nations, and races? And if you do, say, I do. If you will turn now to page 38. There are a couple of questions that I need to ask. As a member of Christ's universal church, and when we talk about universal, we're talking about the church all over the world. Africa, Philippines, Korea, the Europe, everywhere. As we join together as Christ's universal church, will you be loyal to the United Methodist Church and do all in your power to strengthen its ministries? And if you will say, I will. I will. Okay. And do you, as a member of Christ? Church, this loyal, this local congregation, will you faithfully participate in its ministries by your prayers, praying for us, praying us as a church, praying uh, in presence, by being here in worship on a regular basis, your gifts, your service, and your witness. And if you will, say, "I will." So, members of the congregation. This place, we commend Jennifer and Jason to your love and care. Do all in your power to increase their faith, confirm their hope, and perfect them in love. And there's a response at the bottom of page 38 that I would, I would ask you to say to yourself of what you're promising. Remember what you're promising as you uh, receive these two loved ones into our family of faith. We give thanks for all that God has already given you, And we welcome you in Christian love as members together with you in the body of Christ in this congregation of the United Methodist Church. We renew our covenant faithfully to participate in the ministries of the church by our prayers, our presence, our gifts, and our service, that in everything God may be glorified through Jesus Christ. And I want to extend to you um, the fellowship hand of the whole church. Welcome to our congregation, and we want you to have a faith-sharing New Testament to remind you that you take the word of the Lord with you wherever you go, and as the third graders are learning, uh, that that's that place that you base your faith, and that that gives you an opportunity to share your faith with other people, invite other people to come and become a part of our church family, too. So welcome, and would you please... let's pray. Heavenly Father, we ask as we open up your holy word today that we would hear the message that you have for each one of us. Guide and lead our hearts and our minds as we think and and learn what you want us to learn in the scripture this day. And I pray this in your name, Jesus. Amen. Okay, third graders, how many books are there in the whole Bible? All right. (laughs) Yes. And If you ever have trouble, there's a gas station right down the corner that says "Fill Up 66." You fill up on all 66. So that's a good one to remember. Okay, now, how many how many books in the Old Testament? This was be- written before Jesus was born. You're close. It's in the 30s. What do you think, Annabelle? Anybody else remember? It's right before 40. 39. 39. And I always think about, you know, there's that place where I didn't want to turn 40 because I would be old. So that's how I remember there's 39. That was my little clue that I made up in my head when I was learning about the, uh, the books of the Bible. So anybody do the math? 66 minus 39 is... 27, 27. Now, how many gospels are there? Four. Four. What are they? Okay, now, what does the word gospel mean? Ooh, I stumped you. Gospel is a Greek word that means what? Good news. All right, it means good news. And here's it here, when it was originally. Okay, the word gospel, before it meant good news of Jesus Christ, here's what it really meant. The gospel meant that there had been a, a, a battle, and the person was assigned to take back to the king that there had been good news, a victory. Think about that spiritual terms. The battle was Jesus on the cross that won. A victory of sin and death, and we have the chance to be the one that comes and tells the good news about Jesus Christ. Now, the interesting thing is that there are four gospels. There were four different people who wrote the gospels. There was there are two of them, Matthew and John, were disciples of Jesus, but the other two weren't of the first twelve, Mark was someone who was a member of the early church, a very young man. There's even some people that in the Bible story where, and it's in the, in the Gospel of Mark, where there's this little guy that's out there the night that Jesus is arrested, and he tries to get away, and somebody grabs his coat, and he runs off naked. Did you know that was in there? It's in there. <laughs> yeah, you got to read that. That's down there in the Yeah. There's people that think that that was Mark telling the story about himself that he was a little guy, okay? And then we have Luke, who was someone who traveled with the Apostle Paul. And he took down all of the... It it starts out by saying, I have uh, learned all of these things by uh, going to first account witnesses, and there's a good theory out there that he wrote that gospel as a way to get ready for Paul's trial, about whether he would keep his life in Rome. The whole Gospel was written to be uh, evidence presented in the trial in Rome. So if you think about that, there's a really interesting way. Now, the Gospels don't all say the same things. They, They have different stories in them sometimes. They're all about Jesus. They all fit together, but they are from different people's perspectives. And they were written even in certain different times. And if you think about it, well, how come they can't all just say the same thing? Well, you know what? If you have a witness, eyewitness accounts, and a policeman comes and everybody's witness is exactly the same, it must be a made-up story. But if everybody comes at it a little different, then it has more credibility. Let me tell you another way to look at this. One time, a long time ago, when my son was about Yari's age, he and his dad were driving home one night hit a deer. And it totaled the car. And I found out about it. They called me and said they'd hit a deer. And I started doing a happy dance because we would never have to drive that car again. (laughs) Totaled it. I hated that car. It was so ugly. It never, it was awful. I was embarrassed to be in that car. And we actually, got more money out of the insurance from the total than we paid for the car in the first place. God is good. <laughs> so when I tell the story about the deer, I include all of that. <laughs> Nobody else does. No, if you talk to to Sam who was in the car and that deer was coming right at him in the windshield, he will also remember that the Geneseo Police Department and the Rock Island County and the Henry County Police all showed up. They all had their red and blue lights <laughs> and going, and they all had their guns in their holsters. <laughs> he will tell you those details of the story. If you would talk to Roger, he will tell you that he just the week before had bought a high beam, intense LED flashlight and had it in the trunk of the car. And he got out and whipped that trunk open, got that light out, went down in the ditch and found the deer that he had killed and would get credit for the kill. He would be able to sh- saw off those ear antlers and put those dead body parts up on the wall of his house. Yes, he will include those details in his story. But it was all the same, (laughs) dear. Do you get it? Where you are in life and the audience that you're talking to, it made a difference what details they included. But a very interesting thing is what the Gospels have in common. They all say that Jesus died on the cross. He was dead on the cross they all say he rose up from the grave that's why we're here interesting they all talk about the fact that Jesus prayed in the garden before his arrest they all included the story of Peter's denial of Jesus three times I thought that was interesting and the only the only miracle that Jesus did for somebody else that's included in all four Gospels is the feeding of the 5,000. And that's where we want to take a few moments today. If, if every Gospel writer thought it was important to include, we need to sit up and pay attention to what it's saying. So we're going to read from um, the Gospel of John, chapter 6, And it's the very first verses of John chapter 6. Lord, as we read, open our hearts and our minds to hear your message for us this day. Sometime after this, Jesus crossed to the far shore of the Sea of Galilee, that is the Sea of Tiberias, and a great crowd of people followed him because they saw the signs he had performed by healing the sick. Then Jesus went up on a mountainside and sat down with his disciples. The Jewish Passover feast was near. When Jesus looked up and saw a great crowd coming toward him, he said to Philip, "Where shall we buy bread for these people to eat?" He asked this only to test him, for he already had in mind what he was going to do. Philip answered him, "I'll take more than It would take more than half a year's wages to buy enough bread for each one to have even a bite." Another of the disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, spoke up. "Well, here's a boy with five barley loaves, and two small fish. But how far will that go among so many? Jesus said, Well, have all the people sit down. There's plenty of green grass in this place, and they sat down. About 5,000 men were there. Jesus then took the loaves, gave thanks, and distributed to those who were seated as much as they wanted. He did the same for the fish. When they had all had enough to eat, he said to his disciples, Gather the pieces that are left over. Let nothing be wasted. So they gathered them and filled 12 baskets with the pieces of five barley loaves left over by those who had eaten. Now what we, what's interesting is when we see this story in four different Gospels, we get different details, depending on who the author was, the details that he thought to include in the story, just sort of like me and the insurance kind of thing, Okay depending on who you were, depending on the details that you included. So one of the things that we find out in this story from another gospel is that the disciples had been sent out by twos just ahead of this day, and they'd been out for a few weeks, and they'd been doing missionary work. We're going to send a team to Romania this week to do missionary work in another place. Jesus had sent his, in, in teams of two, six different groups, six teams, and they had been out healing the sick. They had been proclaiming the message of the kingdom of God. They had been casting out demons. They had this incredible opportunity on their own with the power of the Holy Spirit to do the things that Jesus did. And they had just gotten back and were telling the stories. They, they were given their testimonies of how awesome God's power was through them. And so Jesus had said, you know what, you guys are tired. It's wearing to be around the crowds all the time. Pull back. Let's go back. and we'll get away for a while and just rest. Another, another one of the Gospels tells us another important part of this story, and that is that John the Baptist had just been beheaded by Herod, and his head had been offered on a silver platter to Herodias. And his disciples came to tell Herod, Jesus and the, the 12 disciples about that. And they were grieving this great loss, not only of the just the death, but the disrespect and the dishonor that had been done to John. They were grieving all of that. And it says they pulled away. You know what that's like, to have fresh news of a loved one, die unexpectedly. You want to pull away and just think through how do you how you go on in life without that person? So all those things are swirling. And they go to this place to be by themselves, and then all of a sudden they see coming over the hill people and more people and more people. There are so many people. They said there are 5,000 men, but that doesn't include women children. This could have been wives, children. We're talking 15,000, 20,000, 25,000. There are some historians that would say this was the largest grouping of people that together, beyond Palm Sunday, that was just there to hear the teachings of Jesus. They worked the crowds all day. Healing ministry. It says in one of the Gospels that Jesus saw this mass of people and he saw them as sheep without a shepherd. And so he dug deep and gave to them all day long. And so did the disciples. And the disciples said, I am tired. I have nothing left to give. And they go to Jesus and they say, send them on. They need a place to stay tonight. They need food. It's not happening here. We need to get these people moving. And Jesus said, before they leave, we need to feed them. And they say, no way. We don't have any food. We don't have any resources. We don't. It's not going to happen, Jesus. You know what? I was I was reading this story, it suddenly dawned on me. They had all just gotten back from missionary journeys. They had all been able to do miracles. And all of a sudden, in this new situation with a new challenge, a new problem to face, suddenly they don't know what to do, and they don't think there's anything they can do. And as I'm pointing at them in that story and thinking about that, you know how many fingers are pointing back at me? How many times has God come and did far more than I could ever ask and imagine? How many times has God made a way where there seemed no way? And yet when I get in a new challenge, a new problem, a new crisis, I'm in a spin. What do I do? What do I do? What do we do? When I have Jesus right there, that would provide for me, that would help me do what he's calling me to do. Think about that for your own life. Okay, that's Sermon 1. Here comes Sermon 2. Let's think about the boy. He's the unlikely hero in this story. And so I thought to myself, okay, what are the scenarios that could have led up to him giving the, the bread and the fish his lunch? We're talking two little sardine-sized fish, and not loaves, we're talking biscuits, five biscuits. How did that transaction happen, that he has this now, Jesus has this now? So one of my first thoughts was, the little boy whose stomach is rumbling, because he hasn't eaten all day either, I mean, obviously, because his lunch is still there, he overhears them talking about this uh, need for food and he's thinking, well, I don't have enough to share. It's just my lunch. And so he's trying to, like, sneak it when nobody's looking. And somebody catches him. And he's like, well, all right, I'll give you my lunch. You know, I'm not feeling kind of guilty about it. I've even thought about it. If it, you know, if it would been at my house between my brother and I, and there's one thing and we have to share it, it would be just like, like Alan to lick it all over. So I wouldn't want it, you know? Does that ever happen? <laughs> anybody else's house? Not having that sense of wanting to share? You know, they could have, they could have said, it's Anybody got food? And the little boy said, I do. But you know what I really think happened? Just because in all four Gospels, they don't go looking for the food. They just say, well, by the way, there's this five loaves and two fish, this little kid's lunch. I think this could have happened. I think one of those, that little boy, could have saw Jesus and said, man, I'm hungry, but I bet he's hungry. I'm going I'm to go give this lunch and see if Jesus would like it way before anybody asked him for it. Because I know when I go down to preschool, and one of the kids will show me something. Isn't this right, Jennifer? You'll you'll say, oh, that's really pretty. they go, here, have it. (laughs) Don't they? And they'll give it all. There's a place in the Bible where it says, if you want to have a relationship with God, you have to come to him with the faith of a little child. In other words, when that little boy gave his lunch, he knew he'd be taken care of too. He would have what he needed but he would give what he had so that Jesus could use it. Be blessed by it. Now here's the interesting thing in this story. It's only in chapter 6 that we find this. The next day, they all show back up again. They want another free meal. Go look! It's there. And Jesus says, what are you here for? And they said, well, you know, it's like It's like Moses in the wilderness. Every day we got manna. And and we think you're the prophet. You are the prophet. You are the Messiah. So we're coming back. And Jesus said, I didn't come to give you bread. I came to be the bread. I am the bread of life. You want me. You want something that doesn't go away, that doesn't perish. And then he went on to talk about that he was going to die. Not going to be the Messiah you thought. And it says they all turned their backs and they left him because his teaching was too hard. And with their backs going away from him, he looks, and, and you can look then in, in uh, John 6, verse 66. It says they all left. 666. Yeah. In 668. Jesus looks at the 12 disciples that are suddenly standing there by themselves. And he says, are you leaving too? And Peter says, where would we go? You are the one that has the word of life. We're sticking with you. So my question for myself, and hopefully for all of you, is ask yourself Where are you in the story? Are you one that shows up when you need something? And as soon as your need is fulfilled, you're turning your back and moving on? Are you staying? Because you want a real relationship with God. You know, being the mother of adult children now, Do they only show up when they're in crisis and they don't know what to do and they need something? Or do they show up to just sit around and have a meal together? Or call me to say, how you doing, Mom? The more I enter into a relationship with my adult sons, I realize how much my Heavenly Father would love to have a relationship with me that isn't always about my list of I need this and I need this and God this church needs this and could I just show up to be with God just because he's God and not because of what I would benefit from being in relationship with him can I be ultimately like the little boy that would give everything I have just because I can and see what God will do with it and how God's glory will be revealed in it. Lord Jesus, there's a lot of places in the story that we can be. Some of them we may come to the realization that we're there and we're not very proud of that. But we ask, Father, that you would help us to get in that place where we are like the boy, that we can trust you, we can give our lives to you, we can give all that we, we have to you and watch you take it, bless it, and make miracles happen in our lives and in the lives of those around us. And we pray this in your name, Jesus. Amen.
1: Amen. Will you stand as we respond to his amazing grace and his love and his mercy? We're going to sing out this song, Beautiful One, as we sing out to the Lord for his, the way he loves us. We're you the song. Wonderful, so wonderful is your unfailing love. Your cross has spoken mercy over me. Why oh, has seen no ear, heard no heart before we he know how glorious, how beautiful you are. Come on, church. Beautiful one. One I adore, beautiful one, my soul must sing. Powerful, so powerful, the glory fills the skies. Mighty works is played for all to see. The beauty of your majesty wakes my heart to sing marvelous how wonderful you are. Here we go. Beautiful one, I love. Beautiful one, I adore. Beautiful one, my soul must. You opened my eyes. You opened my eyes to your wonders anew. Captured my heart with this love nothing on earth is as beautiful as you open my eyes open my eyes to your wonders you wonderfully captured my heart with this love there's nothing on earth is as beautiful as you one more time beautiful one i love beautiful one i adore beautiful one my soul my Beautiful one, beautiful one, I, I love, him. beautiful one, I adore, beautiful one, my soul. The Lord Jesus.
0: Faith with someone who leaves love, hope, forgiveness, point them toward God. Let him save them. is saving you. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and all God's people said, Amen.